This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to podcast episode 205. This one dedicated to the world of boxing. If it's the first time that you've ever stumbled across the Fight Disciples, uh, you can get us on iTunes. Just put in Fight Disciples, you should be able to get us. Please subscribe, write us a little five-star review. You're going to need that five-star review later on because we've got a ticket giveaway coming up. Oh, yes, we have. Uh, make sure you stick around for it. Um, if uh, you're on Android, by the way, you can get us via our website, fightdisciples.com. And you can get us on all social medias, at Fight Disciples, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There's a, a little YouTube video as well that has gone up on our uh, Fight Disciples YouTube channel today, uh, commemorating two years. I know this is technically UFC and not boxing, but commemorating two years of Michael Bispin becoming the UFC middleweight champion of the world. He came to visit us two years ago, near enough to the day. Uh, so we stuck that interview back up on our YouTube channel so you can have a look at it in full. It's not edited, it's not cut. Uh, there's all the F's and the Jeffs in there, so get yourself stuck into it, all right? It's all on our YouTube channel. Um, this is a little bit different for us because we're actually recording this in the evening. Mm -hmm. We haven't done an evening recording for time. Nope. Um, and this is all because it's half term and uh, I couldn't get Chalka earlier on today. So you've been very accommodating you today. What have you been doing? Have you been, have you, have you been grafting like... Grafting today, son. Bollocks. You've been, scraft, you've been scratching grafting. around. Oh, you're not, not... Listen, grafting. You don't know what to do when I'm not about. That's what it is. On a Monday afternoon, you've been like, like a lost puppy at home, haven't you? Watching Jeremy Kyle eating your porridge in your underpants with your vest on. Been grafting. Some of us have a life outside this podcast. You've been moonlighting. What are you been doing? Moonlighting. You ain't got one of them side projects, have you? Like <laughs> Jack White from the from the White Stripes. So I've got a side project. I've got another band going on. Is that yeah. what's going on? Absolutely. Who are you doing a gig with? Bit of bit of journalism, as I like to call it. J e r n a l z m. Journalism. What have you been doing? Bit of uh, bit of writing stuff. This microphone shit. This is the problem with coming in the evening. We have to put up with shit equipment. Nick's in a mood, right? In a, Nick's, in a, Nick, Nick's in a mood because I've made him. Normally, we do all this in Liverpool, right? This is what this is where Nick's at. So we've got a studio in Liverpool, we've got a studio in Manchester. Now I couldn't make Liverpool today, as I've just told you, right? I've, I, I've I've been being daddy daycare is what I've been doing. Now, obviously, you can tell that there's not a problem when I speak on the microphone because I'm a professional radio broadcaster. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long period of time. Now I've brought him to a studio in Manchester. Our studios in Manchester, and there's a little bit of a processing problem. I'm not going to bore you with this shit because you sat at home, you're thinking, lad, shut the fuck up and talk about some boxing, right? That's what you want. I know can't, that that's what you want. Me. Can't even hear me from here. Now, Nick's, com Nick's coming to the studio and there's a problem with his microphone. Now, Fucking typical if I went on that microphone, there would not be a problem with it because I've got what we call microphone technique. I know how to I know how to swallow the muff, as they say, right? Face for the genre, that's what you've well, got. Well, get yourself on the fucking thing. I'm eat, on the fucking thing. Eat the thing. muff, eat the muff. What's the matter with you? Just eat it. Get on top of the thing. Stop pussying around with it. Stop licking it like a little kitten. All right, kitten. all right. Stop, di Stop dicking your little tongue in there. Come on, man. Eat it like a real man. Show me how a real man operates on here. <laughs> anyway, um, shall we continue with the show? Are you happy with your equipment yeah. now? Yeah, well, I'm all over it now. That's all you have to say. Well, I've had a right there. The reason oh, why right, I've got a little bit of anger. Well, I've got a little bit. Of, <laughs> I've got a little bit of anger uh, because obviously, with me not recording during the day today, that means obviously I've been out with my four-year-old lad and we went bowling a little bit earlier on, nice. and he's absolutely fucking handed me my new arse, hasn't he? Really? Yeah. yeah without. To be fair, when you when you do play games with your kids, you want to encourage them and you want to get them involved in certain things. Of course, you do, and you want you, you want them to be you want to participate properly. It's like, for example, when you play somebody in your family that's younger than you at FIFA, you yeah. give them a little bit of confidence, don't you? you? Give them a little bit of a tickle. He said, "Right, you've had your fun now. I'm going to smash you to bits." That's yeah. basically what happens. So at the bowling alley today, I thought, right, okay, he's been before. Last time, I absolutely wiped the floor with him. I, I took it too far. So I'm going to give him a little bit of a tickle, right? Let him have a bit of a do. Let him get it. Let him get ahead. Give him a bit of confidence. And then I'll catch him up like uh, like uh, more Farah coming up the uh, the back straight at the ten thousand meters is how I planned it. So I give him a little bit of a do. I give him a couple of spurs early doors. The little shit only threw a strike, didn't he? Right. So <laughs> I thought the show. Well, he threw you know he threw a strike about about fifth about the fifth round. He throws a strike. So I'm thinking, fucking hell, he's quite a fair way away here, right? I'm gonna have to up my game. So I starts chucking a few. Anyway, what I didn't do stupidly was leave the bumpers up for me so the bumpers on the bowling alley right. are up for him and then when it's when it comes to my turn the bumpers go down right just it's on an automatic thing so i'm thinking so anyway i'm fucking chucking gutter balls for fun aren't i getting all hot and bothered we gets it down to the last throw 
Last throw, I'm thinking, if he if he cleans up here now, if he throws a spare, that's it. It's game over. I've been beaten legitimately by a four-year-old. Anyway, he only fucking, he throws a seven, right? So I'm thinking, right, come on, fucking go to this and give me a chance. <laughs> on a split, nailed it. Just absolutely. He's obviously on the ramp, chucks the ramp down, psh, nails it out, sunshine. Loser pays for dinner. He's gone out for uh, a bur- burger and chips and his ice cream sundae. Midway through his ice cream sundae, in the middle of Frankie and Benny's, he shouts, Dad, just warning you, I'm going to need a poo in a minute. I always do when I'm having ice cream. <laughs> right, cheers, mate. Yeah, nice I like one. his stat. So it's, it's black tea for me. Black tea in the morning. Does that get you going? It just gets me going, yeah. It's like clockwork, yeah. Well, a few people have to... Ba- I put this on my social media, and a few people have been sending me a message saying that uh, that coffee is a thing as well that gets uh, gets the old constitution marching in the morning, you know what yep. I mean? He's an ice cream boy. Maybe he's lactose intolerant. I don't know. I've not really checked it, but, you know, <laughs> it gets him going. You're a black tea, lad. You have a bit of black, black tea, tea. It gets you moving, does it? Black tea. I block we, the, we won brew of the day. I block I'm, the not a, I'm not a tea drinker, you see. Yeah, but yeah, I no, must have a tea, cup of tea in the morning. Just gets you going, does it? Yeah. Just gets me going, yeah. Last night, blocked the bog at Catterall Towers, didn't I? Honestly. Forgot about it, though, didn't I? Mrs. C's got up this morning. <laughs> Wait a minute. How would you block the toilet, but then forget about well, fixing the toilet? I was pissed, right? So basically what happened was, so I've been out for uh, date night, Friday night, went out for a quality curry. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a shit on Saturday. Weird. But when you go a whole day without having a shit? Well, I was out and about, wasn't I? Doing, doing bits. Yeah, but wait a minute. You went a whole day without having a shit? Right, so anyway, didn't have a shit on Saturday. Sun- Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, I've cracked on with me day, right? Yeah. You don't have a shit every day, do you? Do you have a shit every day? <laughs> Both three. Do you? Yeah. I think most people do, don't they? Well, don't even get me started on this topic when I go on holiday because I, I can't shit on somebody else's throne. So some, I have been, <laughs> I have, I've gone on a whole holiday. Such fucking I have, I've seriously gone on holiday before for a full week and not done a, done a thump. No, seriously, I've held it in, yeah. See, I'm the exact opposite. If I go for a meal, hmm. I like to go and have a shit and check out the, check out the, uh, yeah. the landscape, the surroundings, yeah, check it all out. And when I'm going on holiday, fucking hell, I like to go to the beach bar. No. I like to go to the actual bar, nah, the hotel room. I, can't. I like to spread it about. No, I can't do any of that nonsense. Oh, man, that's Other so people weird. have been on there, haven't they? You know what I mean? Oh, I at, least I know the, at least I know the participants on my own bog. At least I know <laughs> how, how to get down. Anyway, after a full Sunday roast yesterday, I've had a worldie. I've had a couple of bottles of wine, full Sunday roast. I'm sat at home last night. I'm thinking, right, I'll plan a little bit of podcast because this isn't thrown together, by the way, and we will get to boxing in a minute. So I plans a little bit, starts writing a few bits down. I thought, repeating on me a little bit is that I need, to, I need to go and sort this out honestly was, fuck, it the, was it the wine or the gravy I don't know what it was but Bigfoot dick came out of my ass, mate honestly it was an absolute screamer I thought do you know when you're mid shit and you think to yourself this is going to take some pushing down the bog this this, this ain't going in one was it, it was a metal coat hanger this, job this, breaking off <laughs> This is, this is a cup. This is, I'm going to have to go and get a stick from outside. This is ridiculous. I can't use the bloody bog brush because she'll go off and sits at me, right? So anyway, I get in there and I looked at it and I thought, go on, I'll chance it. So I've, I, I flushed it and, it and half of it went down and half of it was still in there. And I thought, I'm going to get away with this. Anyway, it's second half, didn't it? It went down sideways like a boomerang. It went down sideways. And it just, anyway, it ended up blocking it. And I, can't, I thought to myself, I can't keep flushing it because it's nearly midnight. And I'm going to wake the whole house up here. And it's next to me, daughter's bedroom. And she's a light sleeper anyway. So I thought, fuck it. I just got to bed, <laughs> right? Wife's up early doors, isn't she? Six o'clock at work this morning. <laughs> She comes, mate. She comes steaming into the bedroom, and she goes, "You dirty bastard!" <laughs> I said, "What? The, what? 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 what are waking me up at six in the morning?" She went, "You could have flushed it," and I went, "All oh, right, okay, okay." <laughs> flushed it. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, love. I'll sort that. Anyway, I thought that she'd sorted it out for me, right? Now, nah, mate, I gets up. Like your missus is going to sort it out. Come on. Why? That wouldn't, no fucking chance. Anyway, he gets up there. Now. He's a bit of a nausea and I'm thinking, fucking hell, she's left. to get in there? She's, she left the fucking, to, she left the monster in did there. Did you get the marigolds on and get in uh, there I had and, a, and break listen, it Listen, anyway, that's my day. So I've been sort of. Whoa, 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 you're not fucking ending there. No mm. chance. Mm. What What was the solution? Did I had to you go get in there? No, did you get balls deep? No, I had to go and get a stick from outside, didn't I? You actually went to the garden and got a stick. I went, yeah, and because, broke it up because with I knew stick. that she could listen. If I used one of her bog brushes, she, she, it's going to be full of shit. I ain't cleaning that, so it's all, all hell's going to break loose. So I went I mean, into the garden. The, how many bog brushes have you got in your toilet? Got a few bogs, haven't we? So <laughs> I went doing well, cattle. Yeah, I'm doing, doing well. well. Got three bogs at my house. Wait a minute. So why you must have your own throne then? So why is she no, going into your throne room? Well, hang on a minute, right? Because we're about Ensuite. to move, as you know, we're right. about to move into a new house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've already had the conversation. My throne is there. 
and the and my wife's right. drones there because yes. I do, you know. Right. Well, you would think that the on <laughs> I make a mess. <laughs> you would think that the ensuite would be for the one that makes the wife. mess. No, no, no ensuite no. for the wife. Do you reckon? Yeah, because it backs onto the bedroom. Right. That's yours, that. Right. Well, that's where she's at. So right. I'm not allowed in the ensuite. There's a lovely shower in there. There's a lovely yeah, yeah, bung yeah. in there. That's her, that's her so kit and caboodle. Used, right? You use the family one. However, because she gets up early on them on a Monday and a Tuesday morning. Right. So she doesn't go in the ensuite. Not to wake you up. She's thinking about that's you. That's it. That's oh, it. So she goes and uses the family bathroom. Well, then she where got no me and fucking the kids... complaints then. Right. I'm exactly. so sorry, Mrs. Castle. <laughs> exactly. But I'm pulling you on this now. Exactly. Right. The boy had left it float and he was going to sort it out that's on his side. You don't cleared. normally go in there. What are you doing in there? Exactly. Anyway. It's got to do with you. Yeah. What's so... floating in my toilet? <laughs> <laughs> So I went to the back garden and got, uh, I think I got a bit of bamboo from one of her uh, petunias. and uh, Smashed it up with the stick? I smashed it up with a stick and got it sorted then, you know what I mean? And then jab, javelined it back into the back garden. Then I, whoo. Anyway, that was my mor- that's how my morning started. Exciting. Then my kid gave me a good idea at balling. And then obviously I've come here of an evening and uh, this bloody microphones, microphones aren't, aren't working. working. Mm. All right. So you're going to have to put up with all right, so this is the first time that you've ever come across the Fight Disciples. We don't always just start the show off like that. There is a bit of boxing that we do have. Although a we have had a shit theme throughout We've had a few. our two and a half year history. We've had, we've had plenty of shows evolving around the theme are of you, shit. Are you complaining? Best podcast in the UK, 2017 Twice. and 2018, well, Sunshine. Listen, that's the theme. There's a message for Shite everyone. Shite Disciples, welcome to it. <laughs> Here's a message for everyone that's finished runners up to us over the last that's two it. years. That's it. Get a bit of shite talk on mm. your podcast. That's well, right. I've noticed that there's a few podcasts started following us and started de- getting the sliding into the DMs. They want to li- what it is, right? They want to pick our brains. I know what you're doing, lads. Yeah. I know what you're doing, or you lot that want a piece of this pie. I'm all I'm going to tell you is talk about shit. That's all I'm going to say. If you do, <laughs> literally, and literally. figuratively. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't mean that like shooting the breeze. Actually, talk about going for a dump. Works. People buzz off it. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to a bit of fight I was going to say, fucking hell, it's not Mate, like we haven't got no, loads listen, of boxing to talk there's about. Tons, there's tons, right? It's an epic today. It's an epic one, right? I'm giving the golf clap because you've yep. done it well, right? Not us. Well, I say us. We started the campaign. Nick started giving suggestions to the World Boxing Super Series as to what to do. Yeah. You jumped on the bandwagon. And all these other journalists that will tell you, oh, we brought that news first. No, you fucking didn't. You heard it here first. You know that it was us because we got tipped off, right? So we told you that there was a possibility that uh, Chris Eubank Jr. would be replacing George Groves in that final. It wasn't rumour, as people are reporting this week. It was on. It was done. It was was absolutely happening, right? Because you kicked off, well done you. They've listened. And fair play to them for listening because some people dig the toes in, dig their heels in, and they don't listen to the fans. They've listened to the fans, they've listened to us making noise, and they've seen sense. September, we're, it's back, and we're getting Cam Smith, George Groves, man, delighted. Mate, all they need to do is put that little bantamweight opening round on the undercard, okay, no. and, I, and I might just spew it, I might just jack, because that's, I've cracked it, you know what I mean? You, sa- want, you, want 10%, you want 10%? You're welcome. You want it's 10% awesome. though for that, mate. If you're making them type of suggestions, as you did, and everybody were buzzing off that suggestion, you want 10% of that, son. Mate, as long as I'm there, as long as I'm ringside, that's mm. what, that'll do for me. Mm. That'll do for me. Well, I'm delighted. Delighted for Callum. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, Mate, it would have he... been such a fuck show, wouldn't it? And to be honest with you, you know, you, I know we talked about it on the show and we put it out there. You know, why would Callum Smith stay in the fucking tournament mm. to fight Chris Eubank Jr. With, for no world title? Mm. What's the point? He may as well fuck the tournament off and go and throw his uh, and go and call out James DeGale mm. and make that fight happen instead if Groves isn't going to be available. So, Listen, everyone's seen sense. We're getting the fight the tournament deserves. And, you know, these are the two best finals. Madly, World Boxing Super Series, both cruiserweights and super middleweights, the number one and number two ranked guys in both weight classes yeah, it's mad, made isn't the it? final. We're mm. going to see it. Hopefully. And they've both been put back as well because we've, we should have already had the cruiserweight one yeah. on May the 11th, shouldn't we? I think they've put it back to last weekend of July. Don't quote me on that because I've seen that many dates this week with different yeah. fights being thrown all over the I think the it's way. going to Russia now, isn't it? As well? I'm so. all over the place with dates and venues and various things like that. But when we get an exact date uh, and uh, venue for uh, Grove Smith, it's September, by the way, because I've been told by people close to the camp, the Groves camp, that is, people will automatically think it's the Smith camp that's told us. It's yeah. the Groves camp that I've got my information off. It's definitely September, all right? Uh, which kind of in, it gives me an inclination that it will be 
on one of the quarterfinals of the second season, which you suggested a couple of podcasts ago, if this is the first time that you've ever listened to us. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Look at makes you, sense. smug fucker. No, but it, makes, it just makes no, it sense. Does make how sense. fucking it boss, does. how boss is that opening round of bantamweight's going to be, mm. knowing that the previous tournament final's on it as well? Mm. Sensational. Yeah, it will be sensational. And well done to everybody connected uh, at the World Boxing Super Series. There's, yeah, loads to, there's loads to talk about before we talk about fights this weekend, all right? I'm going to finish with the news roundup, talking about Billy Joe Saunders and Mike Murray. That's what we're, that's where we're going to come to, right? heated today. Yeah, he does. We're going to come to that at the end of this, all right? Well, I'm going to start off with, because I, I want to get my man here, but seeing as he's upset with his equipment and the muff that's in his face at this moment in time, seeing as he's upset with that, I just want to, I just want to perk him up a little bit by talking Lomachenko, right? If you didn't think Lomachenko was good before, he beat Linares with one arm, mate. One arm! That's ridiculous. When that came out, that he dislocated his shoulder in the second round and he's torn uh, a muscle of which he needed fucking surgery on this week. That is ridiculous that he could do that. And he obviously finished the fight with the dislocated arm. Absolutely incredible when you think of the talent this kid's got. And he's beaten guys like Linares, who hands down, we all accepted, was top 10 pound for pound on the planet. Um, To do that and to do it with the injury as well, me how good is this kid how far is this kid gonna go mm. listen i know in the show later i'm gonna be talking about another pound for pound superstar in towns crawford and how far he can potentially go but for me that's the legacy fight that 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 suddenly has become arguably the greatest technical boxing match certainly of this era potentially of any era those two going at it could be fucking absolutely insane and listen mm. we'll, we'll pay we'll pay our we'll pay our props to to mr horn a bit later on i'm sure but mate lomachenko fucking hell and you know what did you, nobody noticed. There wasn't a single journalist at ringside at the fight or in the aftermath. He didn't even bring it up in the press con- press conference. He mm. didn't mention it in the immediate aftermath for the performance against Linares to go, well, you know, a lot of fighters would have gone, oh, yeah, and, I, and I've done it with one arm. My shoulder's fucked. It went, it, popped, it went in the second round. He didn't do anything like that. He didn't disrespect Linares by bringing yeah, it up. Yeah, I know. It's only in the aftermath where we've seen him actually oh, in, in hospital, hospital with a shoulder in the sling. You think, fucking hell. Insane. Absolutely incredible. If the rest, if the whole of... Everybody below light welterweight, uh, light middleweight, sorry, wasn't already thinking, shit, better get out the way before this do, comes do, through. They fucking certainly are now. Do you know what I love? I love the fact that so many people off the back of that fight were referring to him getting knocked down by Linares in that fight, going, see, he's not human. Hang on a minute. He, he, wasn't that in the second round as well? Or was yeah, but, it the third round? It was a round, it was early fifth, on, wasn't it? No, it was fifth round. Was it when he got dropped? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he, people were going, see, he's not human, but he can be beaten. Well, hang on a minute. He wasn't beaten. You know that he he won the fight. You're talking about him just getting knocked down within a fight, right? right? Now, all of a sudden, that he only had one arm to defend himself, people are going, oh, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's the only reason that he got knocked down. Anyway, uh, fantastic. Lomachenko, and we will wax lyrical every single time uh, that we mention his name. December. Do you, know, do you know the best thing about it as well? What's really got me a bit of a, a, an extra special hard on for Loma this week is that I've heard a little tickety-boo whisper that he's going to be fighting in the UK inside the next six months. Well, it's December, isn't it? Well, you're talking about it, definitely. Either, either it'll be December or it'll be early Start in the next year, year, depending on where he is. But it looks like the UK is definitely going to host a Lomachenko fight soon. And let me tell you what it's like seeing Lomachenko oh, up close and personal, Adam. Off. Because 10 years ago, around this time, European Championships in Liverpool, seeing the young man pick up the Boxer of the Tournament trophy. Why are you talking like that? Why are you doing that voice? Because you because you like it when I bring that story up. Yeah. This, the only negative thing I've got to say about Lomachenko fighting in the UK is that you will also have a Lomachenko live story, which will diminish my own original. Well, do you know what I was hoping? Story. I told you what I was hoping for, and you got all arsy about it, didn't you? When I heard, bef- oh yeah, yeah, because you're going to Canada and you're going to go to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So on August, I rang Loman just said, "Listen, son, I've that sold." August surgery. 25th, he was supposed to be back out August 25th, right? Because there's a fight between Garcia and Porter scheduled mm-hmm. for the Barclays Center in New York on that weekend. So I was getting excited, thinking, "Fucking hell, I could make a few fights here. This could be a right, right old do." And Lomachenko was supposed to be in and around that weekend, and you were getting a proper monk on your face, weren't you? You're going, "You can't go and watch Lomachenko without me." Yeah, I can I can do the fucking one because I know it'll wind you up. No, <laughs> you can't go and watch him without me. And if you do, that's it. I'm, I'm finishing fight disciples. I'm never talking to you ever again. That's how serious he was getting. So now that it's it, that's not happening, yeah. That uh, you've got a little bit of grace. I am genuinely, just to piss you off, going to sneak off one weekend when he's fighting and just turn up and then you'll just see it on Instagram and I'll be like that going, <laughs> motherfucker! In the, in the dressing room. <laughs> Carrying at, his bags. Look at me. You do, you die. 
Yeah. I'll tell you what would be funny though. If I did do that and turned up and you were already there. <laughs> going like that. I knew what you were fucking doing. <laughs> You're sending me an Instagram post and I'm standing in the background like, fuck you. Fuck you, man. Like behind you. <laughs> Uh, regarding AJ and Wilder, as soon as we've got to get this all out, right? It ain't happening with AJ Wilder. I'm telling you now, it ain't happening next nope. anyway. We said this. We've been saying this for fucking weeks. It seemed close because Eddie was telling us it was yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. It's not happening. But this... I'll go back to what we originally said. It ain't going to happen next. No. Uh, September 22nd, 29th. Put those dates in your diary. It's one of those weekends that AJ will be fighting Wembley Stadium and it will be against Povetkin. That's what will happen. All right? Mark that down in your diary. And then Wilder might be at the start of next year. That's probably what you're going to be looking at. Um, and regarding that date, by the way, I know that it's that date because um, even Mendy and Luke Campbell has been sanctioned by the WBC as a final eliminator for, <laughs> for Mikey Garcia's belt. Good luck with this, lads. Good, good luck with this. Um, and it's on AJ's undercard. One of those weekends. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you go. Put that in your diary. It's looking likely that Wembley Stadium, 22nd or 29th of September, uh, will be uh, the next time AJ rolls out. All right. Um, Disappointing, man. Re- you're disappointed with that? I'm, di- I'm disappointed in the fact that, fuck, man, just put the Wilder fight. Let's just see the Wilder fight. I think the- I think we're primed for it now. I don't know what we're waiting for. You know, I, I just think the-, the appetite is there for it right now. I- I'm disappointed. I'll be honest. I'm disappointed AJ's not going to America. I think he should fight in America next. If he wants to be remembered as a great, certainly the greatest of this era, he's got to beat Wilder and he's got to beat Fury. Mm. And the only way he beats Wilder, for me, is by beating him on his own turf. He's got to go over there and make real money. Real Quan, I'm with now that. Did you? Quan? No, you fucking didn't just say that. You just. real money. You just quammed the whole thing, didn't you? You just quammed it, man. Wait a minute, baby. Show me the money. (laughs) Oh, he's brought it. He's brought the fucking air game. Here we go. Say it with me one time, Jerry. I didn't know you still had this. Of course I've still got it. I've got it for these moments, bro. Quan. Who says Quan? Other than Rod Tidwell. Nobody says Quan. AJ. AJ says it. Does he? Of course he says it. Well, he fucking should say it, because that's what he needs. To, he needs the Quan. Show me the money. There it is. Listen, we know Wembley will sell out. We know it'll fucking pack out 90,000 and whatever else. But will it be on pay-per-view in America? No, it won't. It may be on Showtime in America, but it won't be on H- it won't be on pay per view. And you know, he, he he says he wants to be, and I truly believe AJ. What you know wants it to happen. He wants to go down as as the greatest this area. He wants to be named alongside Ali and Tyson and whoever else. Well, but Lennox Lewis for one. Lennox, well, yeah, we've exactly, got to overtake yeah. him first. But Lennox, look at Lennox's career. He built it in the UK. He used the he used his English heritage to la- springboard himself as a mm. pro. You know, we all know he won fucking gold medal for Canada. But but Frank Maloney said, listen. We can use your English roots. We'll, bu- we'll, we'll present you as an English fighter. We'll build you in England the way we should. And then fucking let you loose on America. And AJ's time is now. Let him loose on America now. I think it's a mistake to fight over here. I think it only delays the big fight. And with all due respect, and with all due respect, Povetkin's not like we're just turning up for a knockout, are we? Well, he listen, could chin him. Nobody, he could chin him. Nobody at this stage is like that. You know what I mean? It's like... We, if you're going to roll a dice with Povetkin, you may as well fucking roll a dice with Wilder. Knowing full well that there's at least two fights in it. Mm. So you go to America, and we talked about it last week, you go to America and get beat. Great. Get your rematch clause and bring him back to uh, Wembley and see how big that's going to be. Yeah. The, no, only thing, the, only, the only thing I can imagine, the only way I can kind of understand this, of, of, of delaying this fight, is purely because, obviously, Wilder's probably asking for too much money. Being the man, he's never earned more than five million quid. Um, Less, mate. I think uh, it's two and a half million dollars that he's done. There you go. So, you know, and he's probably asking for about fucking 30, something bonkers like that. But I think, is this is the World Cup playing an impact, you think? Is the World Cup playing a part? Being what, a man, now? Most of, most, of British fight, most of British sports fans are about to become enamoured well, by things going yeah, on in well, Russia. Yeah, well, yeah, but... I mean, that takes something away from the build-up. Well, they were talking AJ August, and, August and September. It's done, isn't it? It's done. When's the World Cup final? July. July 15th on that Sunday. It's done. I don't know, man. I I just think it's a missed opportunity for me. And I think it just delays AJ's move over to America. I thought with with him, with with Eddie doing this deal with Dazzin or whatever it's called. (laughs) Dazzin. Like his fucking Danny Danny Baker on the doorstep challenge doing someone's whites. (laughs) 
Oh, what have? <laughs> What's that stain? I just thought that was a, a, a an easy D- transition over. And now I know What's AJ's it? not What's past it that Dazna? Dazn? Well, it's pronounced Dazon. Dazon? Yeah. It's spelled fucking D-A-Z-N. Dazn? That's the way I pronounce it. Have you got CD one of them deal? new Dazn apps? Have you got a Dazn subscription? <laughs> you fucking what, mate? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's fuck all to us. We're in the UK. We'll get it all on Get, get yourself one of them Dazns. Have you got a Dazn? Sounds like something Nissan had me. Mm. Little two dollars. The Nissan Dazn. <laughs> <laughs> Got lucky windows. That's it. Hey, That's it. Go on. Yeah, I just think he should fucking just go over to America, man, and, make, and you know, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Let's let's push this heavyweight division on, big star. Because listen, the big man's back this weekend as well, and he's going to throw his he's going to throw his uh, you know his his shit there away as well. So I, I just think it's a good time now for the heavyweight division. We've got th- three. Hopefully, if Tyson comes back mm. uh, on Saturday night in in fine style, and there's absolutely no reason he fucking shouldn't against this against this guy. Um, I just think we're in a little bit of a a, a cool, triumphant round robin at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think delaying it just fucking denies the inevitable. I just, it's starting to piss me off. It should just happen. Make it happen. Um, regarding other fights that have been made or dates just pending, even though fights have kind of been agreed. Uh, beefy Munguia for the yeah. WBO 154 pound strap. That's... California, babe? yeah, 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 yeah. LA, California, July. We haven't got a confirmation on date. I think it's the last weekend. I was going to say, I thought it was the 28th. Yeah, I think it is the last weekend. Yeah. I, I just have it written down as July in California. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, check this out, right? Very rarely do we get a fight that falls off a card, but then the replacement's actually better than the original fight. So, for example, um, Jack Catterall will be fighting oh, yeah. Tyrone McKenna on June the 30th, which is on Conlon's undercard. They, the, you know, the big Michael Conlon come out in uh, Belfast gig, and he's replaced... Uh, Phil Sutcliffe from that. Now, no disrespect to Phil Sutcliffe. Phil Sutcliffe, Tyron McKenna is a decent knock. But Jack Catterall against Tyron McKenna is a proper knock, mate. That's okay. a real, real treat for the fans in Belfast. And my, obviously, prospect of 2017 goes up there, takes his undefeated record against uh, one of your kids, actually. One of your mates' mates, isn't it, really? One of Derry's lads. Derry's looks after uh, Tyron McKenna, doesn't he? Oh, because Jack's fighting one of Derry Matthews' lads. He's, Derry's no longer your mate, is that what you're no. saying? Suddenly he's become just my mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to distance myself at these times. Fucking hell. But if he wins, we're all pals, yeah. Des. <laughs> Honest to God. You know, like I like a little hell. bit of sectarianism on this particular show, man. I like to I like to dive you know, I have my bit, you have your bit. You're you're obviously Tyrone McKenna, aren't you? <laughs> Clearly, yeah. yeah Apparently yeah. so. That's yeah. it. That's it. So. Because obviously me and Catterall share the same surname. You're right though, that is a better fight. Mm. Is no disrespect. It's a great it, it is a it is a good little fight that. Mm. Yeah. Um are you uh, pulling one off over Mikey Garcia versus Robert Easter Jr.? It's done July twenty eighth. Oh, That's the yes, date that sir. was in my head, actually. July twenty eighth. Unifying the lightweight division between them two. That's a scream, isn't it? It's an absolute belter, yeah. Absolutely. Um fucking hell, where'd you get started with that one? You know, that's like a that's a throwback fight, isn't it? Robert Easter Jr. is just so fucking big and long and has got freakish power and is really unorthodox. And yet the main man, potentially top three pound for pound in the world, Mikey Garcia's got that equaliser, but is also an outstanding boxer. Fuck me, sign me up. Sign me up. Mm, absolutely. Sign. That's an all-nighter, isn't it? Mm, sign me up indeed. Uh, we're going to talk about this one more on the UFC podcast, uh, but Michael Venom Page is back in boxing. <laughs> You see that? Did you see the post I put out this yeah, week? Yeah, I saw what you did. <laughs> you could talk about it on the UFC show. That's coming up. Okay. It's also available in your feed, by the way. So we put two shows out on the same day. So the UFC show will take the... Well, I'm not going to say take the piss, but it probably will do knowing him. All right? <laughs> so uh, that, we'll talk about that particular situation on the UFC show. Go and get it. Fight Disciples on iTunes. You can also get it on our Android feed via our website, fightdisciples.com. I heard, I heard the whisper of a world title fight date as well. For? Rocky Fielding. Yeah. Tyron Zuga. Yeah. When? July 14th, I'm yeah. hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basel, Switzerland. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Neutral turf, so yeah. that's a fucking... It literally is neutral Switzerland, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking hell, they yeah. don't do fuck all there, do well, they? Well, make... No conflict. I'm surprised they're allowed to fight in there. They, they make belted chocolate and, you know, them, Look them, at them you. little knives as well. You're going to go and get some lint? Go and get some of them. Go and, them fucking cool knives. Remember them when you were kids? They Swiss, Ar- them. Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it's like a fucking... There's a, the get a corkscrew. on it and a corkscrew. pair of scissors that you couldn't cut shit with. Yeah, yeah. And then you get a saw on it, you take it apart. You're in like, the cu- oh, I'm going to fucking saw this branch off. And you'd be there for about a week. You're in the Cubs, you, weren't you? In the Cub Scouts. In the, I was in the uh, Cub Scouts, yeah. For the brownies. I went to... Tor- was it Todd Vale? The camp? I don't I know. It was Todd Vale was the scout camp in the UK, yeah? 
Right. All brown out and all that. R. Keller. R. Keller. Dob, dob, Bob a job week. That's it. I used to love Bob a job week. I bet you kid. fucking did, yeah. But you did all sorts of your quid, didn't you, son? So Basel, Switzerland, mm. yeah. 14th of July is what I'm hearing. And you know what? That's. I think it's good that he's not having to go to Germany. Uh, because, you know, so many British fighters go to Germany and get absolutely fucking robbed. But, um, so, I, I, you know, I fancy Rocky for that. Listen, one, to be honest. you... Fancy. I, I do fancy Rocky for that. Absolutely. But you mentioned that that was a world title. Well, yeah. WBA, regular. Thank you, right? Just let's have the old asterisks on there as well. No offence, Rock. But it, let's be honest, if he pulls it off and gets WBA regular, he's right in line for whoever fucking wins World Boxing Super Series, isn't it? Absolutely. He? There you go. In fact, fuck that. He's already, we've talked about it on the show before. He, it's, he's got to zoom in on James DeGale then. Well, hang on a minute. He's got a narrative with Callum. He could have, if George comes out on top, He's the WBA super. Yep. WBA super versus WBA regular. Let's get one rid, rid of that one. regular belt. Absolutely. Let's have it. The Callum rematch, obviously, both if they're both yeah. versions of the world, same world title belt. And then, obviously, and then do James. Then James the Gales. Oh, right mate. In the Good luck, Rock. Good luck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, go on then. Martin Murray, Billy Joe Saunders. Let's have it. Let's get this out of the way before we start talking about the other Gypsy King. Mate, fucking hell. It... I don't care what anybody says about injuries. Bullshit. We put it yeah. out on our social media. There's, yeah. Get me a doctor's note. When I used to nick off school, right, and I used to blag them saying, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling so well yesterday. Where's your doctor's note? And then I'd be in detention for fucking five weeks, right, because I bullshitted them. It stinks of bullshit. Yeah. The first one regarding the hand injury, right, that was purely because there's a rumour knocking about for Canelo Triple G. So he pie- it was about to fall apart. So he pie- pies that one, but then it's all getting sorted. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, Frank goes, well, that fight's not happening. Let's stick, let's stick Murray back on. So you stick Murray back on. Now, bear in mind, Murray's already done one fucking training camp and paid all that cash. He's, then flights to fucking Tenerife aren't paying for themselves, mate, to go and do hot yeah. weather training and all that type of stuff. Anyway, comes back. Hamstring injury. Fuck off, hamstring injury. I'm not having any of this whatsoever. And I feel absolutely gutted for Martin mate, Murray. First and foremost, absolutely devastated to do two full camps because he's lit. You know what are we? Three weeks away from the fight now. He's been out there. You know we've we've seen on the Instagram with him and Rocky Field and Carl Frampton that like they're grafting the balls off him. And even Martin said after the first fight got pulled, and he said, you know this one's back on. And you know thankfully I was really quite depressed and it cost me a lot of money. And you know he was quite frank about how de- devastated he was. In fact, it was fucking it was on the Where's show you? chatting with us and. Uh, you know, and he was like, you know, I'm just glad it's back on now and I'm focused on this and that. I can only imagine how shit he feels now. And obviously that has led to him. Well, he revealed it first, didn't he? He obviously heard about it. He got, he'd been informed and he'd obviously said, we're going to release a statement. And he's gone, fuck that. I'll put it all over my social media and get my word out there first. Yeah. And he was the one that broke the news of uh, of the fight being off, uh, which is obviously, you know, he called, uh, he called Billy Joe a shit house and whatever else. And that's led to Billy Joe... Today, Monday, releasing a Instagram video where he's saying, basically, come to the Tyson Fury fight and call me a shit house from his face and all that. Uh, you know, listen, it's fun. Bill, it's funny with Bill in it because prior to the Lamo fight, that's it. We were going, what the fuck is Billy Joe doing with his career? Ta- his you, career's fucked. If you take the David Lemieux fight out of the last two years, yeah, he's a laughing stock. That lad, absolutely, complete completely, laughing stock, hundred percent. He, since he became champion, he's fourth. He's, he's looked fought, shit. He didn't fight ex- for a year. He, he didn't had, fight for a year, he's mate. Had, had an excuse for every defense. And now, he, yes, he has the Lamo performance, and suddenly we're all like, fucking, well, you were wanking, yeah. you were wanking yourself off in the studio going, he's the best middleweight in the world. Mate, he did. Honestly, I couldn't get out of the way quick enough. Well, he did what I thought that he was. When I saw him against Andy Lee, yeah. he did it two years later against Lemieux. I thought to myself, thank fuck for that, it's there. Here yeah, we yeah. go now. Everything that I've, I've said about him has now been justified. Now he's pissing it back down the pan again. Yep. Thinking, what are you doing, mate? I, listen, I get that you're chasing Triple G. I get that you're uh, chasing Canelo. But they're always going to be there if you're the exactly. champ. Just fucking if do If you're the champ. Take care of Martin Murray and then fucking call them yeah. out. If, if you're so confident as being the world champion, take care of Martin Murray. I, Martin Murray now coming out and calling him a shit house. I'm starting to think, wait a minute, maybe there's something in this then. Maybe he is scared of fighting Martin Murray. He's scared of losing his belt and losing out on this yeah. big money spinning fight. So maybe Martin Murray is right then. At the end of the, you know, at the, end of the day, injuries happen in sports. I'll give you that. But uh, the same guy that fucking... Called David Ayer shit house a yeah. few years ago for doing exactly the same thing against Tyson. Yeah. You're doing it yourself, Bill. And hopefully he can look himself in the mirror right now because right now I think he's lost a lot of respect with boxing fans in the UK for the way he's just fucking fucked Martin Murray off. I think it's I think it's absolute bullshit. Do you know what I want? I'll tell you what I want now, right? Because karma's a karma's a bitch sometimes. I hope 
that the Canelo Triple G fight doesn't happen. Yeah. And Martin Murray gets the fight. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the fight f- Triple G. Well, I know he's already done him before, right? But fuck it. That's where your payday is, Martin. Go and have that one or go and have one with Canelo. Because he'd take it. He'd fucking oh, take it in yeah. He'd have it. That. Take it. And you know what? He's a better opponent than fucking Spike O'Sullivan. So uh, no, absolutely no complaints from me, but it's heartbreaking. What happens and, that right? You know let's, what? Let's say Triple G and Canelo I've, happens, I've right? Heard, I've heard as well, there's a strong possibility of them actually announcing Triple G fucking Billy Joe for late summer anyway. Mm. Already. So where will I believe Billy Joe? In terms of his fan support, because I think a lot of fight, fight fans will go, "You fucking piece of shit for doing that to Martin Murray." Mm. He could have just fought Martin Murray. I'm going to Triple G's people. Listen, I can't do it in August. Can we push it back to late September, October? Because I've, I've got a fight here that I've got to go through. Supposed to be a fighting man. I don't know, man. Listen, it's easy to attack Billy Joe right now because right now he's, he he feels like he's pretty fucking defenseless. He may well have 100 percent a legitimate injury. He hasn't. But it just, it Stop just, it. It just stinks, doesn't it? Yeah. It stinks to high heaven. And sometimes you, your instincts are right in these moments. And you think, listen, part of me is like, listen, I, I kind of don't blame Billy Joe because Triple G or Canelo, that's a legacy fight. That's a career-defining fight. However, don't shit on another British fighter to get there. You've already shit on him once. Now you're going to do it again. And now you think you're going to get British fan support. Do you think a lot of fans now think I've got much respect left for Billy Joe? No. Especially if in the next two or three weeks they announce he's going to fight Triple G in August. I think a lot of fans will go, you know what? Fuck you. I ain't buying tickets to see you. Mm. For what he's done to Martin Money. No, I'm gutted for Martin. I really am gutted for Martin. And listen, there's, I've seen loads of stuff on social media where people say, he didn't deserve the shot anyway. All right, yeah. We probably agree with that. He probably hasn't earned himself another world title. But they signed the contract. They did the deal. Twice. He's paid the money, he's been away from his family, and he's gone through camp on two separate occasions. Listen, whether you believe that he deserved the shot or not, he was getting the shot. You can't fucking treat a man like that. You know what I mean? And uh, there's rumours that he still will fight on uh, June 23rd. And they're going I, ahead with the card, aren't they? Yeah, they are going ahead with the card. They're not going to sell that many fucking tickets, mate, to be fair, now that that isn't no. on there, because that was the, the main attraction. I mean, originally it was... Uh, Yard and Dubois and all them are Yeah, on, I mean, on. listen, they're, they're, all... not, they're not ready to sell out the O2. Are they fuck? Absolutely, are they fuck? I mean, originally it was uh, Terry Flanagan and Morris Hooker was on that bill, wasn't it? And that fell through. And now, obviously, we got that this weekend with Tyson Fury. I just think, listen, again, I've got from a from a, a fight a fight fan's point of view watching Billy Joe Saunders. I'm a massive fan. I think he's brilliant. I really do think he's brilliant. And I and I think if he gets a, a, a triple G fight, he's going to give him a real good shake, and he'll do the same to Canelo. He'll give him a real good shake. Yeah. And I understand from his point of view why he would want to chase those fights. But like you just said, to shit on another British fighter, someone as as Co- nice. As, as cool as Martin Murray nice as Nice well. as Martin Murray. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Come on, man. He's not a cock. If he was a cock, yeah, yeah. Sound, if it was Bronner, sound yeah, yeah. shit all over him. Of course. But he ain't. Or, or even like O'Hara or Eubank who, who are like Marmite. Do you know what I mean? These are fighters that a He's lot a of people good, don't like. He's a good, honest man. Martin Murray's a fucking genuine fighting family man. And he knows... This was his last chance. This was his last ever chance at a world title fight. And thank you, Billy Joe Saunders, for giving him the opportunity. And he no doubt, originally when it was made, Martin Mully would, would have been that appreciative. Mm. But to make him go through camps now, you've just cost him not only money, time away from his family, but also years off his career. Martin Mully knows he's at the back end of his career. Mm. This was the final opportunity he'd been dreaming of. To give it to him twice and then fucking take it away under these circumstances. I don't know, man. I think Billy Joe's lost a lot of supporters in this country because of it now. Mm. A uh, lot of fights going on this week. We're going to start on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. What a fucking cracking little Wednesday night that is. Unreal, isn't it? Woo-hoo-hoo. Your call. I'm contemplating maybe having a nip down there. Your call. Bethnal mm. Green. Wednesday night. Lawrence Acola doing his thing. Big fan of Lawrence. Obviously, he got a bit of slagging earlier on this year for his fight with Isaac Chamberlain because it headlined the O2. It should never have headlined the O2. If it would have been at your call, people wouldn't have moaned about it. I kind of like these next-gen cards where we're getting the um, the younger lads giving them a little bit of experience, giving them a little bit of platform, sticking them on Sky Sports, the boys and the girls that are just coming through, starting out their professional careers, because they, it gives them a platform with no pressure, really. Yeah. They're not on the big AJ card, or they're not on the uh, the big pay-per-view card. They're on a little card, beautiful venue in your call. It's a fantastic venue. Proper fight fans turn up, and they get to go and showcase their talents in three rounds, six rounds, eight round fights, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't sing highly enough of these particular cards. Isn't, um, your, isn't your prospect of the year on there as well? Wait a minute, my friend. All right. Now listen, the top of the bill is obviously Lawrence Acoli. And yeah, sound, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be cool. Reese Bellotti 
and Danny R. Yelyusinov. They're the boys to look out for, mate. Absolutely. They're the two. My boy Reese Bellotti and Danny R. Fucking hell, Danny R's just a joke, man. Danny R just looks fucking insane. If you haven't Buy seen this just kid for him. yet, yeah, if you haven't seen this kid yet, this is the kid that's the next in next in line to take over the uh the fucking Kazakhstani throne, isn't he? Mm. He's absolutely special. Just think just think a chip off the Golovkin block. Yeah, this kid wants to do it do you know better, think, faster, harder than I'll tell you what more I was impressively. thinking. Because this is happening at your call, right? There's gonna be people going to your call on Wednesday night. They're gonna turn into Nick Pete. That's what they're gonna turn into, right? Yeah, yeah. Nick Pete and Green moment. Bank Sports Center stories. That's what it is. So that's where he gets his Lomachenko story from from years in years to come, right? When Danny R's fucking absolutely the bollocks in boxing, right? You're gonna to go to your little grandson and so you're gonna knock him on the show and say, I'll tell you something, son. I'll tell you something, right? You see that fucking hair, right? I'll show him down the old you're calling Bethnal Green eyed in a little six round. He was fucking dynamite, he was. There you go. That's your story. Make sure you yeah. buy a ticket and get yourself down there and go and have Absolutely. a little bit of nosy. I remember when um, when Hazim Rahman knocked out Lennox Lewis in South Africa. Mm. I had a Hazim Rahman story. He fought in his ninth or tenth. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Very early in his pro career, he fought at Everton Park Sports Centre. No, he didn't. On a fucking pro show about the heavyweights. It was promoted by... Uh, Promoted by John Ireland, I think. And it was fucking mental. It was just these mad American, mad heavyweights from all over the world. He'd shipped in these novice heavyweights for this little uh, this little heavyweight extravaganza. Hazim Rachman fought at Everton Park Sports Centre in front of about fucking 300 scally scousers smoking weed. <laughs> mental. Mental. <laughs> but that, you're right, that's one of them stories. It's worth going to Bethnal Green on Wednesday just to have one of those stories Adam's right mm. notice you mentioned it about him but not your prospect of the year interesting hmm scared of Jordan listen scared of Jordan listen Reese will do the business Jordan's coming to get yeah Jordan's coming to get yeah you finished? I'm moving on to Saturday now okay alright Saturday, this weekend. I might go Wednesday though. I'll see if Jordan fancies driving down here. Me and Jordan Gill might sit ringside, put a bit of pressure on Bellotti, let him know we're coming we're for him. We're not interested in that. We're coming for We're him. not interested in that. <laughs> anyway, um, return of Tyson Fury this Saturday night. It is... Uh, the big all, man's back. Well, it's all about him, even though there's a world title fight on the, uh, on the card as well. Is there? Uh, for Terry Flanagan, yeah. We are going to talk about that in a minute, but it is all about the big man. I've been watching loads of videos of him, listening to him talk. He seems to be in a great place. He's obviously lost the timber. Um, he's looking sharp, um, but obviously pads only tell you one thing. Under the bright light, Saturday night, we need to see him do his thing. And, we, and he needs to do to Sephir Safiri something that gets us on the edge of our seat. It can't just be a coast, in my opinion. He's got to go in there. And he, do you remember? I know that... What will you be happy with then? What? 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 This is a really interesting. So if anyone that's going Saturday mm, night, mm. what do you think they want to see? Knockout. At what, what round? Third. That early? Yeah, he's got, he's got to smash him. Don't you think that'll just be a, well, pfft, you're fucking fighting a cruiserweight, that's a foot smaller well, than you. Well, look at this, right? Amir Khan comes back against Phil LaGreco. Mm-hmm. If he if he goes longer than any stretch of time than Kel Brook did when he came back yeah. in his fight against Shevchenko, people are just going to go, oh, Phil LaGreco. You know what I mean? Mm. AJ's been active. Wilder's been active. They've both had decent performances over the last God knows how long. And okay, they've gone for a period of time against elite opposition. Luis Ortiz is elite for Wilder. Klitschko was elite. You have to class Joseph Parker as elite because he was a world champion at the end of the day, even though we have different opinions on that. Fury can't come in and have a points decision in this fight. No, fuck no. Of course not. He's got to. He's got to come in. He's got to. He's got to. But if it goes inside two rounds, then you're just going to go. What the fuck was the point of that? What was the point? No, of that I don't. Opponent? I don't think I'd, with the first one, I don't think so. I'd like I think to see it go for why? four or five rounds. I think he's got to come in and he's got to make a massive. St- if he comes in and absolutely peppers this kid first round, as him out of there in the second round, I'm like going, right, let's get some proper opposition for the second fight because yeah. now I'm excited. Okay, maybe. let's do it. M- maybe I, I get. I it's I'm like anything, isn't it? It's the manner, isn't it? It's yeah. like anything. You know, I think if, if are he- you excited yet? Because I'm not. No, see, because I don't think he's he's going to be where he was at two and a half years ago. I don't think you can do that to your body no, no, and come back. Not. No, no, of course not. And he won't be like he won't be like Dan. He's had about three, maybe even four. Will fights he back. This is this is where I'm at. So I'm I, I need to get the buzz from a performance. I need to come out and go. Yeah, pop, 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 and pop. To be pop, fair, bang, and you're end. right. Khan did that. I felt like when Khan beat Lagreco, even though we all knew he would beat Lagreco. I think we come away going, fucking hell, that was impressive. I'm, I'm up for a bit more Amir Khan. I'm up for a bit more of that. Let's see some more Amir Khan. Yeah, exactly. I, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, I just don't know whether we'll get that if Tyson 
The thing with the heavyweights is, once you land, you land. Once he lands clean, this kid should probably go. But the point is, if he lands in the first round or even the first two rounds clean, and it's just like one shot pop and you're gone, I think we'll just come away going, well, that was a fucking joke. You know what I mean? That, that that was a waste of time. But it is a joke. The guy's a cruiserweight, right? He's the third best in fucking Albania, mate. He ain't an yeah. opponent, is he? This is just basically to announce Tyson, Tyson Fury's back. back. So I'm not expecting anything from the opponent. No, no, neither am I. I'm expecting him to stand there and take a fucking whack in the first round and go. Yeah, well... First three rounds, if he's not gone, I'll be like, what's going on here? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's like anything, isn't it? It's the manner in which it happens. You know, calm blue LaGreco away. But looked fucking great in the brief, yeah, yeah. brief amount of time it took him to do it. If Tyson comes out and he's dancing, he's looking good and he's super sharp and he's brrr, throwing combinations and slipping and sliding and he, and he does it in a, in, th- in three minutes, maybe I'll be like, fuck, yeah, there we go. The big man is back. But if he just runs out there and just throws a big overhand right and the kid just fucking goes down like the Titanic, I'm going to be like, what was the point? I think you're going to feel that anyway. I think you're going to feel like you that anyway. With, that with heavyweights though, don't with, you? Yeah, but with this fight, if yeah. that happened in the second fight and the third fight, yeah, yeah, David A syndrome, right? So yeah, David A comes good, out. There's a good analogy. Right, yeah, so David A comes out, he fights a big man and everybody yeah. goes, fucking hell, he sold out. I was only talking about, wow, man, look how many people love David A now. Yeah, yeah. Three million viewers on Dave. Of course. Fucking sold out the O2 Arena. Yeah, he's fought a fucking bum. Doesn't matter. Second fight's most important. Don't fight a bum again. What are you doing? And he does, and, but yeah, sells it out again. Exactly, but that's when I start as a boxing fan, start going right. I've seen, I've, I've seen this, mate. It's like just I'm, I'm just watching a comedian do this same routine again. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see the same routine again. I want to see a different routine. Of course. So that's where I'm at with Tyson Fury. He okay. can come out, he can fight a bone, blow him away, wicked. Yeah, yeah. Rocks the mic. That's it. Rocks gives the mic. Gives him as a long look. as we get a fucking Aerosmith song at the end. Of gives it, us I'll a be bit, happy. man. Yeah, yeah. Gives it's us mad a bit. though, innit? Like, like, you know, let's just take a minute as well. Fuck the opponents. It's not. Uh, you're right. It's not about the opponents. I do want to see him look sharp. I do want to see him look fresh because I do want to get excited about Tyson Fury being back in this mix. However, I just want to take a second to look at where he's been on this fucking crazy journey since he went to Germany. Did the one thing no one dreamt he could possibly do to defeat Klitschko first one in like a fucking decade. Take all them belts off him. Climb on top of the world. Then rock the mic singing to Paris and everything else. It was just poetry wasn't it? it was perfect and then the journey has been on since the depression and everything else and i can totally when you when you stand back and look at tyson fury and look at how quickly he did that and how effortlessly he seemed to brush klitschko aside in that performance psychologically as much as physically to get at the end of that and suddenly have all the belts and to suddenly to have every dream you've ever had in your whole life achieved in that one moment at that age as well mid-20s yeah yeah I'm not fucking surprised he ended up depressed. I'm not surprised he ended up fucking reaching out for other ways to get, to get, you know, to lift himself. Do you know what I mean? Because it was like, he's fucked. He's achieved it all and he's 25, 26 years of age, whatever he was. There was nothing left to do. Mm. So, the gym, to then blow up to the size he was, he's like 27 stone or whatever he was. And to come on this journey and then to, to, to get back down the weight. And I think that's, that's the other thing, you know, I want to say on Saturday, the, the fact that this man is, completely nutty changed his body he doesn't need to do this financially Tyson Fury does not need to do this it's his competitive nature he got he climbed on top of the mountain and when he surveyed what was left there was nobody there was nobody left to challenge mm. him he'd just beat Klitschko and Klitschko would fucking wipe the floor with everybody else and it was like there was nothing left to do but in the time he's been away two genuine champions have emerged two young knockout merchants, two hot talents who are putting, well, certainly one of them is putting bums on seats at least, have emerged and now that for, that's what seems to have lit the flame under Tyson Fury and that's what most excites me is competitive spirits yeah. back. He's like, you know what? I'm coming back because I'm going to fucking I show think, these two mm. who the real guy is and that for me is like, whoa! Because mm. if he's motivated, Tyson can beat anybody, mm. man, I'm telling you. I, I know that we were slagging Billy Joe off earlier on for his... Fall out with um, with Martin Murray, but he deserves a pat on the back for everything that he's done for Tyson. He's the one that motivated him. He's the one that said, "Listen, man, you're a young kid. Yeah, you're nearly thirty stone. Come on, get yourself back in shape. You can fucking smash these bums up." And that's what's uh, put the like you just said, put the fire underneath his backside, and he's got him going. So hopefully, we get a little bit of performance this weekend. Um, I'm all also looking forward to a performance from Terry Flanagan, right? Terry Flanagan. Just, just remind me who is again. Undefeated champion, right? Yeah. Undefeated champion going for his second. Weight world title this weekend against Morris Hooker. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is. Doesn't ring a bell. Right. Nobody knows who he is. Doesn't ring a bell, Adam. 
He's on Tyson Fury's card this weekend. The eyes of the world will be watching you, Terry. Fucking be flashy, mate. Be unbelievable. Be devastating. Be tremendous. Make people stand up and take note and go, who the fuck is that guy? That's what you need. Even though you're 30-odd fights into your professional career, all undefeated, going for your second weight, right? World title. This is your time now, mate. Do not waste it. Don't waste it, because if you don't do it in style this weekend, it's fucked. You can't sell a ticket. You need to do it this weekend. It's mad. I feel like we have this conversation every time Terry Flanagan fights. I think, I think I feel like we're going round in circles. I think the kid's got so much talent. When you speak to people who have fought Terry Flanagan, oh, he's brilliant. They'll go, mate. He's fucking he's Terry like, Matthews. Matthews, the best you've it, ever fought, yeah. Terry Flanagan. Straight yeah. away, no, without hesitation. Yeah. Bit of mind, he's been in with Luke Campbell as well, and, and plenty of others over the years. Without hesitation, he says Terry Flanagan. You know, but the problem is, you're right. If it, if it wasn't for Tyson being on this card, you could put this on in fucking Salford Labour Club, and he'd and he'd struggle to sell it out. Nobody knows who he is. He walks down, He must walk down the street in fucking Manchester and not even get recognised. This guy's about to become a two-weight world champion. He's undefeated in fucking 30 fights, whatever yeah. it is. He's in, got an insane record, yet he just does absolutely nothing at the gate. Absolutely nothing. It's incredible. I don't remember a fighter ever like this. I don't remember any fighter during my time covering fight sports that has been so... Unable to sell a ticket at this level, though. He's, he just doesn't seem to have captured the attention of anybody. Mm. We're in Manchester. Mm. His own city doesn't sell out for him. He's about to become a two-weight world champion. He wins this weekend. He get, he's up there. Well, you in in terms that. of achievements, yeah, yeah. he's up there with fucking Ricky Hatton. Mm. And yet, Ricky Hatton doing a fucking after-dinner speech, I guarantee sells more tickets right now than, than fucking Terry Flanagan mm. defending his world title. That's that. how mad it is. Uh, you said that he's about to become a, a two-weight world champion. Mo Hooker's no mug, mate. He's got, mate a, he's got a decent knockout record. Absolutely. Mo Hooker is no mug whatsoever. This is a great fight. Yeah, it is. But it's a trade fight mm. because nobody, nobody, no sports fan in the UK could pick fucking Terry Flanagan out of a lineup. That's kind of criminal. Mm. Look, look how many people, if you put Terry Flanagan in one corner of a room and and... Anthony Crawler in the other corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch Crawler get flocked. Watch him get absolutely fucking mobbed. Now, is that down to the fact that Terry isn't good on the mic, that he hasn't got a, a strong personality? I'm sure he has. I'm sure if they uncovered him, I'm sure if we bring him out, we would find something to engage with. But it, it just hasn't worked for him. I, I, honestly, I can't remember another British fighter in the last 20 years that has been so successful yet so unsuccessful at the same time. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Absolutely weird. It's a big This is his fucking moment. Yeah, yeah. We've said it before, and we'll say it again. This is his moment. He can become an overnight sensation after 10 years of graft, mm. but an overnight sensation this weekend and steal the show from Tyson Fury. I hope so. I actually hope so, man, yeah. because he's a nice guy. We spent a bit of time with him. He's a good guy. And I feel, I feel I like we beat it. up on Terry, Terry every time we talk about him, every time his fights come up. I feel like we beat up on him. I'm just trying to keep it real, man. This is what, we're the fight disciples at the end of the day. We say how it is and unfortunately, I bet you fucking half the people listen to this podcast couldn't pick his picture out of a lineup and people listen to our podcast, the fight fans. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Mm. Um, also on this bill at the weekend, Nathan Gorman's doing his thing. You're a fan of his. He's, he's, yeah. uh, he seems to be uh, knocking people over for fun and JJ's on there as well. Metcalf getting a little bit of TV exposure. Another guy that we've been speaking about, about for years yeah. who's been just going about his business um, on undercards on Box Nation. Now he's getting the big one. He's on BT Sport. By the way, this fight, this weekend, it's not on Box Nation, you know? I know, yeah, it's on BT it's Sport. It's just on BT Sport. Yeah, yeah, but normally they simulcast it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Box Nation BT Sport thing, but this is just purely, because it's Tyson, it's just purely BT Sport and BT Sport only. So I apologise if you're a bit, if you're a Box Nation subscriber, you ain't getting it. It's just on the old BT Sport. Yeah, but you're getting a good one later in the night, so. We'll get to that later. Um, but JJ, fantastic for him as well, this platform. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, I, I, I've known J&J for an awful long time. Um, obviously, covering his dad's career and everything else. But I've seen JJ grow up from uh, from boy to man. And uh, it's just nice now that despite his, despite who his father was, obviously Shane Neary, a WBU world champion, fucking, you know, one of the, the stalwarts of the box of British boxing in the 90s on ITV and everything else. He's had to do it the hard way. He's never really had a big promoter behind him. He's had to fight on small halls, and he's, mm. it's nice to see him finally get the showcase he deserves this weekend. I think he's on to about his third or fourth opponent. Ted Cheeseman fucking went running for the hills. He was one of one of one of three or four that didn't want the fight with the. Uh, well, JJ. he's on this Wednesday, so, isn't he? He's fighting. He's Wednesday on the next night. gen show, yeah. Mm. So 
Uh, I'm open for the big performance from JJ on Saturday night because he absolutely deserves it. And look out for this kid as well. He fucking lives the life, let me tell you. Yeah, he does. He's a good guy. Really good lad. Uh, now, that's obviously happening in Manchester on Saturday evening. And then we flip over to the States because you're spoilt for choice now this weekend. You've got so much fights going on, including UFC as well, of which we're talking about after, on our other after podcast. After having a week off last I know. week. A weekend Why can't off? they just get together and spread it out, <laughs> you dicks? Right? It's too much for me to take in in one weekend. My head's battered. Um, Los Angeles will go first, my friend, because yes. it is uh, Leo Santa Cruz versus Abner Mares oh. uh, for the WBA Super Featherweight Championship of the World. It is a rematch, and I'm going to be honest. With, this is where I'm going now, right? Check this. I'm going to be bold with this particular fight. Oof. Since Mares has had Robert Garcia in his corner, he's looked fucking mint. Yes. Now, Leo Santa Cruz is going through some bad times at the moment. His dad's cancer's come back again. Yeah. I don't think his mind's going to be 100% focused on this. No. I'm going for an Abner Mahrez win. Oh, shit. Even though Santa Cruz last time out against Frampton was outrageously good. Changed his game. Wasn't that front foot, front foot pressure fighter. Yeah, yeah. Pop shot it. Did box, box Frampton's ears off, right? But don't forget in the first fight when he lost to Frampton, his dad wasn't in the corner. Bingo. What's Ab- his name out? There you go. I... I'm going to put my balls on the line and go, Abner Mares will be the new WBA Super Featherweight Champion by the end of this. Dang. There you go. Okay. You disagree, don't you? I disagree. <laughs> I can tell. Every time I make a prediction like that, he just looks at me going, Dude, what the fuck are you going on about? I'm yeah? going to go for Santa Cruz. I just think Santa Cruz is marginally better everywhere. I think he's he showed us something against Frampton in that second fight that... Uh, that people haven't really appreciated before. You know, we were known for being a volume puncher and everything else. But yeah. in that second fight against Frampton, he showed us something else as well, something a bit more. Something that, for me, set him apart from the rest of the division. So I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with Santa Cruz. What a fight, points, though, man. It's a fucking amazing fight. What a card. Amazing fight. What and a you card. know what? Is it main event? I don't think it's yeah, co- it is. It's co-main, isn't it? No, no, no. It's the, yeah, it is. Co- yeah, co-main. co-main. It'll be on last. And then the one before it yeah. is... Well, I th- I, do you know something? That one's more competitive for me. Santa Cruz, Abner Mahrez is I don't know more... It, I think that's co-main, you know. I think that, I don't think that's the main event. It is the main event. It is. I reckon that is, the, I reckon that is more competitive yeah. than what you've just said there, co-main or whatever. Yeah. Jamel Charlo and uh, Austin Trout, right? I think Charlo's going to absolutely marmalise Trout. I really do. Yeah. Because he's not the same guy that fought his brother a couple of years ago that pushed him to a really close yeah, decision. Yeah, I like Austin Trout, but he's a bit of a nearly man of this He's gone now. I think he's gone now. I think Jamel Charlo... Obviously, Jamal Charlo, who's now stepped up to 160, fought uh, Trout at 154 about two, three years ago now. And I think it was a unanimous decision. And it was a close fight. It was a yeah. great fight. Really good knock. But since then, Trout's had maybe three or four fights. He's lost two or three of them. You yeah, know? they were world title fights. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but he, that's what I'm saying. This, this guy's no fucking mug. Yeah, yeah. He's lost three world title fights, hasn't he, in his last few fights? Yeah. So. Listen, there's a blueprint to beat him and his fucking brother, his brother found it. So... It's going to be tough for Austin Trout to get the win. I, I just think Charlo, they're, they're building Charlo up to be a superstar. You know, would not fucking surprise me if the Charlo fight was the main event. Honestly, as amazing as that 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 other fight is, would not surprise me if they put the big boys on last. Well, do you know something? I know that you have waxed lyrical about both Charlos. Charlos are taking over the game. Right, so. I, I get that. And I think this is his last fight at like middle as well. I think he'll move up to middle well, after this fight. I hope he doesn't. Because I'm going to be honest with you, right? I'm looking at some... I'm looking around at the last couple of opponents. And don't get me wrong, Ericsson Lubin, he was knocking kids out for fun and people were building him up that this could be a gun show between him and Charlo. And obviously Charlo took care of him quite comfortably. First yep. round knockout, right? And I just think to myself, he needs a, a real test. Because it's quite obvious to me when I look at, like, for example, Trout, I know he's below Jamel Charlo's level. Yeah. And I look at... Lubin's obvious now that he was below that level. And there's a couple of others in there that I think he was below that level. Let's get him in with Heard. Let's not fuck about mm-hmm. Heard or even Eri Sandilara. Give us an Eri Sandilara. He's not going to fight Lara. Yeah, no, because he's his best mate. Sparring, sparring I get partners. that. I get that. But Heard, let's yeah. do it. Heard would be fucking amazing. Heard fight would be Heard Jamel incredible. Charlo at 154. Yes, please. Unify the division. Let's up. do it. Sign me up. That'd be fucking brilliant. But you reckon he's going to watch Skipper to jump I up think, to 160? I think he'll beat Trout in sensational fashion at the weekend, and I think he'll move up for their kid up to uh, up to middleweight, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. I think he gets Trout out there in the first six rounds quite comfortably. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm. Absolutely. Between between four and six. Right, you ready? Here we go, because that is obviously going on in La- LA. Brilliant. We're going to Las Vegas! 
Our boy's back he is. Our boy is back. He took care of the little Filipino to become the WBO welterweight champion of the world. Come on, Jeff, lad. <laughs> Can you imagine if there's a shout as he's making his ring walk? <laughs> Come on, Jeff, lad. <laughs> there he is. Yes. Horny is back in. He's cashing in all his chips. He's in Las Vegas. He's got, Him yeah. and his boys will be having a right old time of it, won't they, Nicky boy? Yep. Because Wonder if Alf from uh, Summer Bay will be there oh, again. Because he, he sorted oh, the Pacquiao yeah. fight, remember? He yeah, pushed the right. in yeah, the yeah. safe club. Yeah, he did. In the, uh, and Bronwyn. Bronwyn will be knocking about. She'll be in the corner doing a bit. Uh, Donald Fisher. I think Donald Fisher's the uh, yep. the uh, the cutsman. Oh, I wonder if Vera Vengertitz will be there. Who? Cell Block H. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, how good was Cell Block H, though, on a serious point? <laughs> no. Ten, ten off a minute. Out of all the Aussie soaps, how much was Selbach H fucking brilliant mate, when we were kids? It, mate, it was just a fucking load of dykes in the... Mate, when I was a kid, no shit, no word of a lie. I used to pretend to go to sleep, mum and dad to go to bed. And I'd sneak up and put Selbach H on. I'd watch it at one o'clock in the morning. Bit of soft porn. Oh, mate. No, I was just fucking bang into it. Why? It was like my neighbours. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I was so into Selbach H. It was by far the best Australian soap. And the, the mad thing was, there was cameos from all the neighbours and Hollyoaks and... Uh, Home and Away cast anyway. Alf was in it, and you know, Alf, uh, who was the one? Harold Bishop. Harold Bishop was in it. No, he, he was some like pedo wasn't. screw in it. No, he, he was. Harold Bishop Arnold was a pedo screw in Cell Block H. Get to fuck. No, that minute, mate. It was. I'm fucking telling you. Telling you. Anyway, press record. Let's go back. I never stopped back on the it. show. No, I never stopped it. We cracked <laughs> on, lad. Cracked on. Jeff Horn, man. Listen, okay. Before we go in, guns blazing. Let's let's pay respect to Jeff Horn, man. He fucking beat Manny Pacquiao. He's legit. That's done. <laughs> Is that it? That's, that's as good as I can get for Jeff. I'm sorry. Listen, if you fight Jeff. any other challenger in the world, in this weight division, I'm like, man, he's just beat Pacquiao. His tail's up. His confidence is no. up. He's going to America. He's going to do great. But he's fighting TC, man. Yeah, man. He's, he's fighting get, TC. He's going to get fucking marmalized. Shit. Mm. Come on, son. Sugar. Listen, I hope he's getting no paid. Chance. I hope he's getting paid. That's Me all too. I'm saying. Me too. And you know what? He gets to see his name up in lights in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the front guy. He walks out second in Las Vegas. Yeah. Mate, you can't fucking... Here comes the boom. I wonder if all the kids are going to be there from his class and class in Australia. Is he still a teacher? I don't know. I think he he's gone into painting and decorating now. Not now, son. Not now. He's had that Pacquiao money. He's oh, fucking sweet, right. isn't he? Uh, but yeah. Uh, Terence Crawford, first He'll appearance at Welterweight. Back in the school in September. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first appearance at welterweight for Terence Crawford. Listen, yeah. man, he cleaned up at 140. Chocolate. Undisputed champion of the world. First one that we've had for such a fucking long period of time. Yeah. Uh, he was a lightweight champ as well. Mm. This is his three weight. Now he's going up to 147. What an additional to uh, to that shark tank. Fuck yeah. Just imagine him and Spence Jr. going at it. Ugh. Imagine him and even Thurman going at it. Ugh. Yeah? Ugh. You want a piece of that pie? <laughs> Well, this is his opportunity to get him himself one of those trinkets. Uh, the WBO Welterweight Championship of the world is on the line. Horn Crawford. I'm going for Horn. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he's out of there in six. Mate, you've got to be in it to win it. Thing is with Horn. It's Las Vegas. Roller dice. He's tough as fuck. He is tough as fuck. Absolutely. And he'll take a lot of punishment. I reckon... Yeah. I'm not going to say that he's... He's caught. like one of them backwater Aussies. And yeah. He, he, just, he can fucking just batter he's them all wrestle, day, can't wrestling yeah. and fucking crocodile shit. Yeah, That's where exactly. he's at. That Aussie rules. Like Aussie rules, fucking back yeah. street, backwater. He's Tommy Yokel. He's Tommy Gunn. Like a yokel. Crocodile, Dundee style. That's yeah, what that's he's a, like. That's not a tough knife. As, that's tough a as fucking anything. knife. Exactly. He's one of them guys. Tough as anything. Uh, corner pulls but him he's out. But he's going to get caught in a... Corner pulls a, him out. hand speed of fucking... Yeah, the corner. That's a good good shout. Corner pulls him out. Eight. I'll go for I'll go for referee stoppage TKO, but but around the same time. But you know, just after if he goes six rounds, fucking Jeff, man, that's it. Well done. He should be on a bonus for six. If you get to six, (laughs) double your money, Jeff. It's like putting it on black or red in it in the casino, lad. (laughs) Fill your boots. Can you imagine if he turned him over? If he turned over TC, that would be amazing. He'd be the man. He would be the man. He'd go right up there towards the top of Aussie. Pound for pound, best. Pound for pound, best on the planet. Better than Lomachenko. If he beats Crawford, he's better than Lomachenko. <laughs> Come on. Imagine if he if he caught Crawford, just caught him with a lottery punch, smoked him, smoked his boots, and then got on the mic and was like, give me that Lomachenko, boy. <laughs> Bring Lomachenko to me. <laughs> That's how Aussie's talk, apparently. Wait a minute, can I try that again? For a man that lived in Australia for fucking God knows how long. Go on. True, copper. 
Bring me that Lama Chianco bloke. <laughs> it's not good, is it? It's been a while since I was eating Shakespeare's pies on Manly <laughs> Beach, let me tell you. <clears throat> but it would be amazing if he did that. Yeah. Smoke TC calls out Lama. Oh. Yes, Jeff, you'll do for me. That'll get me horny. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nutcase. <laughs> Uh, and with that, we bring uh, to an end uh, this fiasco. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you've never uh, listened to us before, uh, you can subscribe to this via iTunes. Get on there. Fight Disciples. We are two-time champions. Bit like uh, bit like Oini at the weekend. Uh, you can get us uh, our Android feed, by the way, via our website, fightdisciples.com. And we're all over social media, at Fight Disciples. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We've got a YouTube channel as well. Make sure you're all over that because there's loads of content coming your way in the not-too-distant future. Oh, by the way... Totally forgot, man. At the start of the show, I told people that you can win some tickets, and I'm oh, not even shit. fucking yeah, giving any com- tickets away. Yeah, you fucking teased them for the entire show. What am show? I doing? What am I doing here now? Right, if you want to go and see the Gypsy Jeff King, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! If you want to go and see the Gypsy King this weekend, I've got a boatload of tickets here. Right, shit. Um, like Carla Santana, where's yeah. he playing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rah rah, Rasputin. <laughs> Rivers of Babylon. That's what we're doing, son. Uh, Listen, if you want to go and see Tyson Fury's return and, obviously, uh, Terry Flanagan and Mo Hooker in a world title effort in Manchester, this is what you've got to do. Subscribe to us on iTunes. If you already do that, thank you very much. Get in there and write us a review. In the review, write whatever you want. Whatever You can write whatever you fucking want, right? Just as long as you've got five stars. Don't be putting a one star yeah, don't and be... thinking you're getting tickets. Yeah, exactly. None of that fucking snide shit. Uh, but put your Twitter handle in there. So your social media handle in there as well, so that's how I can get in contact with you dead quick. Yeah. Uh, and I'll let you know by Thursday or something like that whether you've... Uh... And if anyone just puts five stars, Cattle is a shit stabber. Is that what you want? You can definitely get two tickets. Is that what you want? Absolutely. Cattle is a shit stabber. This themes into the start of the show. Jack, you, you want that about Jack? Poker. You want that about Jack Catterall? <laughs> you want them oh, no, to put, say that sure you about say Adam? Jack. Adam, then just go with Adam. Forget Cattrall. Adam, Adam is a, is a shit, shit poker. Is that what you want? Stabber or poker? Come on, okay. people Let's are listening. Right. So what you want? You want people to go to iTunes, yeah. subscribe, five star write, review, five star review. In the review, you want them to write Adam is a shit stabber. Yeah. Poker. Poker or stabber? Which one? Poker. You want poker? Yeah. Adam is a shit poker. Put yeah. that in there. Yeah. And then put the Twitter handle so I can get hold of them, right? Yes. And then we'll chuck them all in a hat and we've got a ton of tickets anyway, but we'll uh, hopefully try and sort a lot of people out. Yeah. You happy with that? Absolutely. There you go. Let's do it. Um, so there you go. If you want to go can to Can we that... win the stick? <laughs> <laughs> As a bonus prize, one lucky winner gets the shit stick. That's it. The wooden <laughs> spoon. Literally. Aye, aye. Speaking of Oscar. <laughs> Uh, there you go if you want to win them tickets that's how you go about doing it get yourself stuck in and we will get them tickets to you by the weekend alright nice one Um, we will catch you next time thank you for listening if you like what you heard subscribe via iTunes